Welcome to the MIB Podcast, where we help you chase your dreams side by side. And now, your hosts, Mike and Talia Osborne. Good evening. Hey, everybody. This is Mike and Talia. You're listening to the MIB Podcast. Married and in business. And that's what we're talking about today, business. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're going to do today. Today's episode is going to be episode, uh, reseller episode number five, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Our fifth edition. Fifth edition. Pulling back the curtain, showing you guys everything that we are buying and selling. Yep. Which kind of gives you no excuses, right? Maybe you should copy yeah. us. I yeah, I mean, it kind of <laughs> lets you know exactly where to go, what to look for. Although, you may not find the same things, but you should be in store, scanning, taking action, um, looking for good deals. And sometimes they come in forms of full price, and sometimes it's clearance. Sometimes it's discounted. Sometimes you use a coupon and you get great deals. So pay attention to your surroundings. Be out there having your eyes open. Yeah, I mean, there's we're going to name a couple brands tonight that we've done pretty good on. Uh, we still buy them, but uh, kind of shying away from the breakables because Amazon is – love smashing stuff lately shipping loves in an envelope which (laughs) i don't understand oh smash it's been pretty (laughs) annoying lately but we're gonna tell you a couple brands that are making us money and i'm telling you guys just copy us um before we get started when we do a little house cleaning and talk about the past episodes all right so our most recent episode was episode number 31 and tell us what that was about honey (laughs) (laughs) you told me that because you didn't write it down again did you no i didn't okay but luckily i remember it was about striking when the iron is hot very good yeah that was a test (laughs) see we have this thing on our wall and we write down all the episodes so we don't forget them so that's why (laughs) yeah didn't give me this time but if you listen to episode uh, 30, uh, we did forget. <laughs> oh, no, it was episode, yeah, that episode, wasn't it? it was episode 31, 31. we completely were... forgot what we talked about episode 30. Yeah. So I mean, we got so much knowledge up here. We just can't keep, you know, easy memory thoughts in our head. And Yeah, we're stupid. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. So what, what was that episode about? Striking while the iron's hot. That was about being uh, aggressive, basically going after your goals and dreams and um, making things happen and not procrastinating, making sure that um, you don't miss out on a good opportunity, whether it's a business opportunity or dating opportunity. Um, And you, uh, while things are working and uh, all cylinders are firing, you actually take action. Okay. Yeah, that was a good episode. And then episode 30 was about you're never too, uh, it's never too late, right? And that episode was a lot about Talia. And they say you can't t- uh, teach an old dog new tricks. I'll tell you what, this old dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's still doing it. And she they were it. not new tricks, though. Uh, so. No, you did javelin. Oh, so, well, either yeah. way, she I mean, joined a, uh, she's in a track and field club. She's almost 37. She hadn't thrown track, uh, done discus and these track and field events for 15 years. But she went out there, performed, finished first. And it was a pretty good episode. Finished first in discus. Second overall through the whole meet. What's that have to do with business, though? What does that have to do with marriage? So it has everything to do with it. You want to make sure you don't give up. I mean, that's the main thing. Like, it's never too late to start something new. It's never too late to try. It's never too late to restart. So that's what that was all about. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) now that we've covered that, 
you're make not, sure you, you're not an old dog. I know I'm not an old dog. I'm a young dog. <laughs> you're not old chicken, just chicken legs. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. All right. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash MIB podcast. The info, oh, sorry, the MIB podcast.com is where you can get free videos on how to sell on eBay. As well as all of our episodes. As well as all the episodes you may or may not have missed. Uh, if you have any questions, success stories, uh, or you'd like to be on the show, we'd love to have you. Please send us an email info at the MIB podcast.com. Yeah, we're not like all the other podcasts that are reaching out and, you know, trying to interview a million people. We're, we're kind of letting everybody come to us. And truthfully, <laughs> and no one came to us. Well, a couple people have uh, tried to interview us, but, um, yeah, hadn't, it's kind of hadn't gone that way yet, but we are looking forward to it. Yes. And I apologize. My voice is still jacked up from this random cold thing I got. Yeah, that's why we only have two episodes this week is because... No, we got three. We did all three. We did three? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just kidding. Today, this is the third episode. It's we're recording this at twelve thirty at night <laughs> on uh, Thursday night. This will be out tomorrow morning at uh, two a.m. Oh, but this oh, week sorry. has gone by too fast. Like I didn't even know today was Thursday. I thought today yeah. was Wednesday. We were shopping a lot this week, and we got a lot done. Yep. Um, and that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're not gonna talk about what we bought this week. That's a secret <laughs> for another episode. But secret, secret. we will go through. Uh, looks like what six items here that we bought and sold and made money from. Yes. And maybe some lessons along the way. So yes. where do you want to start, Ray? Um, let's start with what's first. Um, so we bought these Ray Dunn, which is a brand pretty popular. Spell it out for him. R-A-E, which is my middle name. Yeah, which Dun is why I call her Ray, if you ever catch that. <laughs> Dunn, D-U-N-N. So Ray Dunn is the brand. And they're basically, she basically makes these odd-shaped coffee mugs yeah they're like handmade suppo handmade supposedly. supposedly i don't know i mean right. they i don't know they might have started out handmade but you know how that goes once you get big but either yeah. way so she has so a bad for a person making all those mugs oh my gosh yeah. we sold hundreds during christmas time <laughs> all right so we had this particular set of bride and groom glasses they're the stemless wine glasses and so we bought them from tj maxx bought them for 7.99 and we sold them for $20.19. Now, we bought a ton of these. We I did. Think. We still have some. Yes. So, I mean, but when, what were you selling them for at first? Probably somewhere around $29.99 would be my guess. Yeah. Um, and so, here's the lesson in this. Our profit on these were $3.70. Now, I know some of you are saying, oh, you say never buy at a, you know, lower than 100% ROI. Well, yes, that is true. And so this is why, because prices will drop as people get on the listings or as the listing becomes less um, active. And so to keep it active, people will drop the pricing. Sometimes we drop the pricing to stay competitive. And so that's why we always say buy at 100% because when those things happen, you don't want to buy at 30% and now you're only making 10% profit. I'd much rather buy at 100% and now for us, we are making right around 50% 50 yeah, percent over 55%. Which is still good profit margin. If you ask any business owner who is purchasing items from another place and reselling them, 50% margins is usually pretty good. Yeah, it's like, I mean, if you could put 10 grand in a bank account and after a year that 10 grand was worth 13,700, not a bad day, or 13,500, well, I guess 5,500. But either way, I mean, the whole point is it's still pretty good. We made a profit, we didn't lose any money. Yep. But sad thing is sometimes you just, People get on and just drop the price for no reason. I mean, I mean, literally, like ridiculous 
price drops. <laughs> yeah. So, and sometimes that means you have to be patient. You don't necessarily have to drop your price along with them. Just depends on how competitive you want to be and also how much profit you want to make. And if you're willing to wait. So sometimes yeah. it's worth it to wait. Yeah. You know, in some cases we're, we're willing to hold items, right? Our, our, for, um, our former strategy was basically have as many items at Amazon as possible and as the, you know, that way you're constantly selling a ton of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. It's like on eBay, if you got a bunch of, you know, you got fast moving items, slow moving items, and literally snail, like never moving items. Right. They are, you know, but if you have a ton of every one, you're constantly getting sales from the dailies and whatever else. And eventually mm -hmm. you get the big ones, which are the snail ones usually. Um, and Amazon, though, they charge you uh, warehouse fees every month. So the business model me and Ty keep now is extremely like low volumes at the warehouse. I mean, I think that last time I checked, we can probably, we're able to, like Amazon approved us to sell, I mean, a have store, like 20 million SKUs. <laughs> like we're not doing that, right? No. But at any time, like even during Christmas when we were sending in 1,000, 2,000 items a week, we were still only never peaked probably over 2,500 items. Yeah. Because we were literally selling 100 a day, We were buying things that we knew would sell exactly. quickly so that we're not, spending money on storage and that we're getting our money back quickly. Yeah. Storage fees kill profit. I'd rather lose, well, make a 50% or even 20% or even break even than start paying storage fees on, especially on a long-term basis. Right. Me and Talia haven't paid, uh, if, if an item stays in the, uh, the storage for over six months, then you have to pay long-term storage fees. Yes. Me and Talia have not had to pay those in literally, I don't think we had to, like, ever since they put them in place. Yeah. I mean, over the last two years, we've probably been, so lean that if it hadn't sold six months, it's coming back home. I'll throw it on eBay. I'll throw it on Facebook and sell it locally. Yard yeah. sale, whatever. Just get rid of it or I'll destroy it. Yeah. We'll, be, we'll even take a destroy before you have these massive uh, fees. Yeah. Um, sadly, another teaching point is fourth quarter. In October, November, December, they charge you every month a multiple of five on your storage fees, more or less. So if you paid $100 in the month of um, – was it September for storage fees in October? If you had the same volume, no different, nothing sold, you'd pay five hundred dollars. Yeah, which is rough because <laughs> the first, the first time they did this, uh, we ended up paying something like fifteen hundred dollars for storage fees in December. We were like, "What is going on?" So we called to like verify, like this doesn't look right, yeah. doesn't seem right, and they, you know, said, "No, it's right. This is what we've done," and and it's really. For their benefit to make sure that um, because well, people will send in tons and tons and tons of stuff to prepare for Christmas and they only have a certain amount of space at their warehouse. So they're trying to limit people from doing that. And if you're going to do it, they want to make you pay for it because yeah. that just causes more work for them to have to figure out where to put your stuff. So that costs us about $5,000 to learn that, yeah. but not do that some more. Yeah. Okay. So uh, enough of that. There's a lot of teaching in that. I hope you got some from that. There's a lot. There's, there's our dog. Yeah, uh, live show. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm not sure what's going on here, but the um, lesson that is a lot of lessons. There's a lot of different tips in making sure that you don't you run a very good business and it's not it's obviously profitable, right? Yes. All right. So, so uh, let's these see. are from eBay. I don't know if you want to do one of those two. Uh, okay, this is a cool point. Um, my daughter, she's ten. She got a duplicates of different Legos. It's like, uh, I don't know, Lego, Star Wars, right? Star Wars Lego thing. 
and uh, she bought it. Oh, no, she bought it. She got it as a gift for mm-hmm. Christmas. And when you like Star Wars, much she does, and she has a lot of friends, she ended up getting duplicates of a Lego thing that, honestly, is a piece of junk to me. <laughs> I mean, it's just little figurines. And they didn't sell for much. I think, she, well, she had them laying around. I said, what do you want to do with them? She said, can you make me some money off of them? I said, sure. I mean, they're not selling for too much, but the box was kind of dented, so we had to adjust the price. But she sold it for $13.49. Out of that, she got back like $8.25 after fees and all that and shipping. So she was happy because there's literally nothing she could do with this. And little ideas there, guys. How many items do you guys have that your kids got for Christmas that literally they don't play with at all? I mean, I I can literally talk. We went overboard this year with four kids and bought way too much stuff. We weren't paying attention. So after spending probably, I'd hate to say, $1,500, $2,000 on gifts, uh, they didn't play with half the crap. Or they played with it one time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a good teaching point. If you got stuff laying around that, or your kids do, say, hey, you want to make some money and, uh, you know, help me from not stepping on your toy every morning when I wake up and <laughs> stuff like that, get rid of it. I mean, go sell on eBay, yeah. right? I mean, like, this wasn't more of a profit thing. It was more or less like she didn't have any money, you know, and from it, she didn't need it. Five, you know, she'll make $8.25. She's happy. Yeah. And, you know, I have a friend who, before her kid can get any new toys, she makes and sell his old toys. And so it's really good for them because they get to see, oh, I can actually make a profit and, oh, it's my money. And maybe they have a little more value with the dollar bill now because it's actually theirs and they actually spent, you know, took their toy, they sold it, they got money for it. And now they have a chance to spend it to get something else. And so maybe they're a little more careful with that money. Yeah. Or just learn the value of a dollar. Like yeah. literally like, wait a minute, I paid a hundred dollars for this Nintendo XYZ and now it's. Uh, I can only sell it for 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, what's up with that? You know? Yep. So good Learn teaching point. Economy. <laughs> good teaching point to your kids. And you teach them how to sell online. Yep. All right. So um, Staples, I went and found this um, six pack of Scotch moving tape. And this is the one where it's multicolored and it says like living room on one, bedroom on another, kitchen, all that stuff. So um, I bought them. I actually bought, I think, four or so of these, um, but I bought them for $2 and sold them for $11 and 30 cents. And I made $3 and 23 cents, which is 161% ROI. Yeah. They're like, well, big deal. Two bucks and you made $3, you know, why are you even telling us about this? Well, because, uh, I wouldn't walk past <laughs> five bucks on the street. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's the truth. I mean, lately, and it's, it's small stepping stones, right? It's like these little things. Like these, it's, We're creating an easy path for you to follow. Like, yeah, we're not going to change our world off this $3.23, but I know it won't hurt us mm-hmm. if it gets returned either. Yeah. Right? You know what really hurts when you sell an item that's 500 bucks and you get that return? Oh. And look, and guess what? It's not in the original package. They open it, play with it. You can't, re- you know. You can't that, Those it. hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or hopefully it's all there or you can fight with Amazon on that but either way those are those hurt more when you have big returns small returns like this you don't even notice them plus I mean it's profit you may I mean you buy I mean you probably bought several of these yeah I think I bought about four or something like that so if you think about that I sold all four of them that's 20 bucks basically that I get back in my pocket like, including the profit and the investment yeah like clockwork and really quick I mean it just turns over really quick yeah it's like can you if you could turn a thousand bucks to two thousand in a month you buy all these rolls of tape every day, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about it. I spent eight bucks and I made 20. So 
the thing I remember it was I think Office Depot we first got started in this business and my wife came home with a bunch of these Crayola art smocks. Yeah. You know these? Yeah. And they weigh that. absolutely nothing and they're really tiny and um I'm like, why he hates office like, I couldn't believe it. I, yeah, I really don't like it. It testifies <laughs> too, but she bought like fifty of these stupid things. I'm like, why did you buy these? She's like, I bought them for fifty cents and they sell for like thirteen ninety nine. Yeah. And literally that's that's how easy it was, though. I mean, we literally sent them in; they're gone. Yeah, like within a couple of days. Uh, not as good as the um, what were they? Uh, the ponchos you bought. <laughs> the ponchos she we bought. We don't talk for about ponchos in this house. And she realized that there's this really bad category called miscellaneous others, or something yes. like that, or, or every no everything else. It's called well, everything else. They change it to everything else. Yeah. Yeah. So it's if you find anything, it says, "Oh, this is ranked really good," and there's sixty thousand, but it's in everything else. Run. Run. Do not buy direction. it. That is like the where listings go to die. Yes. Right? I agree. So luckily she's like, I'm going to put them on sale. Not, <laughs> not thinking. And uh, for two a dollar ninety nine a piece. And I think we pay, you know, to fulfill them, it was probably $4. Right. Yeah. So she puts them on sale for $1.99 during Christmas. Our first year, she didn't know any better. And somebody came in, one person bought like 50 of them. Yeah. They were like, Oh, so great. They, deal. they like wiped us out of inventory, but literally it costs us like, hundred dollars to fulfill the <laughs> order for them to get it right yeah so that's what you should just destroy them lesson and said, learned my husband's right, <laughs> right. ponchos are no good <laughs> <laughs> all right you living and learn though let's do um okay this was from walmart guardian in-ground fence receiver collar um sold on ebay yeah this was that fence flag thing right i think like, no this one doesn't have a flag this is just the collar that goes with that flag thing oh I don't know. Oh yeah, we no, we bought two. I think this was a two pack, wasn't it? That sold recently. Oh, either way, we had these lying around. <laughs> we had bought them and we were selling them for. Uh, I think I think we talked about this on a past episode. That's why I was wondering why I was on the paper. But we'll keep going. I uh, think we bought them for like eighteen bucks. We we're selling for like forty, so we're more than doubling our money. Uh, this one we had a couple laying around. People come in, drop the price, so we end up selling a two pack for like fifty nine ninety. It looks like. So we um, that was a couple of days ago. We made money. We didn't make a lot of money, but we got rid of the inventory, and I would say we still made a good amount of profit. This is actually eBay. I know. That was on eBay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, remember, because we had bought these, and we were selling a few on Amazon, and they just closed the listing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whoever it was, the author of the listing closed it. We started selling them eBay, but we were there. selling like 40 bucks at the mm. time. And now we, uh, we took them off to put them back on Amazon for a reason. I don't remember why. So, yeah. Here's a good teaching point. Be decisive and just stick with what platform you're going to stick with. <laughs> Because I mean, truthfully, I mean, we've been doing so much. I don't even remember why we did this, but we did make money, and it was on eBay and from an item from Walmart. All right, and next we have. Oh, I'll do this one. Um, we did a Paw Patrol rubble plush doll, and um, this was from Toys R Us, and it was on sale uh, before they started closing down, and we got it for six bucks. And this one actually took a little while to sell. So again, if you're willing to be patient and you're willing to wait for your turn in line, basically to get the buy box or um, to sell an item, then it's worth it. So um, I sold it for $18.94 and my profit was $6.91. So it's a 115% return on investment, which is great. Um, and like I said, I waited. I could have priced mine down to match whoever the lowest price was. But I knew that if I just waited a little while, it would sell and I would make my money. That's a great teaching point right there is 
I mean, literally, there's a lot of things out there where people just, they're, I don't know if they're like desperate or they're scared or whatever. They'll take an item that's selling for, say, $19.99 all day long. Mm -hmm. And because they got 50 of them and they're worried that they're not going to sell or something, they'll drop the price to $18.99 or $15.99, sometimes really drastic. Right? $10.99. Yeah. Seen that and sadly, what happens is these um, different, uh, what are they called? Uh, price. Um, Automatic uh, price adjusters, mm -hmm. they kick in, and Amazon has one for that you can use, or other people have software you can use. We never use it, and you shouldn't use it because all of a sudden, if you don't, you're not paying attention, all of a sudden, you know, you're racing to the bottom of like four ninety nine on a product that you probably paid seven bucks for, right? Yeah. So the whole point of that is let them go out there and sell it. Be a smart seller. Stay, you know, if the rank is so dang on great, don't drop the price. Leave it at say nineteen ninety nine because you know. That's where it should sell. So if you go on a, a website called Camel, 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 they'll show you the history of that item on Amazon, what it's sold for, the highest, whatever, and then the medium, right? So you want to make sure that it's, oh, this thing sold one, it sold for $89.99 one time, but really it sells for $12.99 every day. Yeah. So you got to be careful with that. But literally teaching point is hold your ground, leave it at the $19.99 and just let the other guys sell out. Yeah. Right. Um, another quick teaching point, same along the same lines, is that don't be that jerk off seller who <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't know what they're doing and comes in and just drops the price because like, OK, so you might make a, a couple pennies, you might make a couple dollars, but really you do end up screwing over other sellers. And I know they're your competition, quote unquote, but you really won't like it when you, the shoe's on the other foot. Yeah. And so we really encourage people when we're coaching people or teaching people to really stick as close to, you know, what you think is a reasonable price as possible. Of course you can make your own pricing and you know, you come into a listing and the price is $19.99. Well, okay, go in at $18.99. That's not ridiculous, but to drop it to $10.99, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense for you or for the everybody else on the listing. Yeah. And so um, we just want you to be cognizant of that and make sure that you are being respectful of yourself and of sellers like us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's nothing. I it was so funny. Like during Christmas, you could literally see like you'd buy this item for this much money. Right. I think it was like, an, I bought an Elsa doll. Mm. Or Anna. I remember I bought a bunch of those. Yeah. And literally the price was like, $21. I could buy them for seven at retail. I didn't even get a discount. And I was, and you could sell them for 21. All of a sudden, a bunch of people saw that. We all got on the listing together. What'd they do? They dropped the price down freaking seven bucks. <laughs> and then I had to sit there and wait till I'm like, okay, I break even at 14. I, I just, after they all, you know, of course, it's ranked really high, but there's so many sellers. I'm like, well, yeah, you know what? I'll cut my losses and we'll just sell them at 14 for a complete break even. And Man, it's rough, right? Yeah. It's crazy. And the other thing is, um, there is a benefit to sellers who jump in and drop the price. The benefit is that it will increase um, the ranking for those who stick with it. Um, the ranking will go like maybe from being 80,000, now it's at 29,000. Yeah. So there is a small benefit in there, but I'm not willing to lose the money to try to match some crazy person. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, we've seen it happen where Lily all the price adjusters drop the prices for everybody and we're and you know to 1999 and we're sitting there at 34.99 two days later we sell out of all of our inventory mm -hmm. because all the dopes already sold their stuff at you know 20 bucks cheaper than we did yep <laughs> so life lesson know your worth <laughs> all right which one is this one uh walmart 
All right, Walmart. Again, you're hearing the same stores a lot here because we, we live in Maine. <laughs> There's nothing here, right? Yeah. So once we move back to Virginia, you're going to say, man, they, they shop everywhere now, and we will. <laughs> but until then, we have Walmart and Target and uh, TJ Maxx, right? Yeah, basically. All right, so this was a Batman Mattel figure, a 12-inch. And there's like, uh, if you've seen any of the, to if you're like in the toy aisle at all, you'll see, you know, the Joker, the Batman, the, uh, all like the Flash characters, all the Marvel characters. They're just 12-inch little figurines. Kind of like Barbies, but for boys. <laughs> exactly. But they all look very similar, you know? So the Marvel and the DC Universe, they all have the same stuff. Uh, the difference in the Batman is literally he has like 15 different suits. Mm -hmm. So depending on the Batman you have, it might be good. So in case this one was good, we could buy it for $5 and retail them for $19.86, which was an $8.66 profit at 173% return on investment. So I think we bought several different ones of these. Some of these, you know, we ended up probably just breaking even because people were stupid and dropping price. Other ones like this one, though, we did do very, very well. Yes. So some people like a gray outfit and some people like the black outfit. I don't know. <laughs> I think Batman's the worst character ever. But, oh, man. Oh, we lost all of our six fans right there. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's like, he's not a superhero. He's just a guy. He's just a rich guy. <laughs> dressed in a bad outfit, you know? Um, not even, like, he's not Iron Man. Iron Man's got a cool outfit. Okay, honey. Yeah. We know. We know. Okay. So, another teaching point so. <laughs> is you want to make sure that you're checking your pricing daily. Um, you want to make sure, especially if you do decide to do the price uh, match deal, um, you want to make sure that you're checking your prices daily because there is a way that you can go in and um, see how many items another seller has so that, again, if they drop the price, say they only have one and they decide to drop their price to $10.99 and you say, oh, I'm going to drop my price too to $10.99. Oh, yeah. And then you realize they only had one and you just wasted your profit because you didn't need to drop it because they were going to sell their one and then you were next in line. So these are things that you can easily check out on Amazon to figure out what your competitors have in their inventory and um, check your prices daily, adjust them daily, adjust them up, adjust them down, looking at what other people have and make sure that you are getting as much profit as possible. Yeah. Um, yeah this episode, we're going to be winding down here. I think, Hopefully you guys got out live out uh, a lot out of this. We're literally going to do like a 15 minute in and out episode, but I think there's a lot of teaching points that we're hoping you're getting from the three years of mistakes that we've made. Right. <laughs> and success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little bit of that, I guess. A lot of speed bumps along the way, but we definitely had a little bit of both, I guess. Uh, yeah. We've done okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good margins at least. Um, okay. Uh, before we part, I think, uh, one tip I got, I or in, I don't know if you call it. Everybody knows Toys R Us is closing, right? Yes. They said they're going to close the doors. That was like five months ago. And they're still here. Yes. In most places, right? So, from what I understand here, at least in Maine, they're going to be shutting everything down here in June. So, if you want to sell toys during Christmas, which you need to, or you are not smart, literally go out there. And you have you have to be qualified for it, right? Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is you can buy enough toys during this last month at Toys R Us when they go 50, 90 off, something more. I'll be honest, 50% off at Toys R Us means that's what they sell for on Amazon. That's, that's why they're going out of business. They are really overpriced like crazy. Yes. <laughs> really, really overpriced. We have bought, I couldn't imagine, tens of thousands of dollars worth of stuff from there. But literally, we have to find it on clearance most of the time for it to really matter, right? Yes. 
So the tip this month is literally, I think they're closing doors in June. Keep your eye on for it. Find some good items to sell, right? Even if they're small, like literally very cheap, low profit items, because during what, July, August, September, you have to sell, I don't remember what it used to be, like 25 items a month? Or I don't know. There's a certain amount of number, a uh, certain amount of <laughs> items uh, as far as toys go that you have to sell in order to qualify to sell for Christmas. Yeah. I know some people think that you can just come in, oh, I'm on Amazon, so I must be able to sell for Christmas. No. Ooh. You will get an email that says you are qualified to sell yeah, or you are like not that. eligible. You're not yeah. eligible to sell. So... You do not want to get the not eligible to sell toys during Christmas because you will miss the boat. Yeah, you do not want to miss this boat. And uh, we get, I mean, we're going to get the email here probably with, uh, still only June, I'm guessing July. I think they July. send it like September, I thought. I think you have to qualify like July, August. Oh, okay. I think at least August, September, right? I think it might be two months, three months. I don't recall. It's been a while. But, I mean, obviously we've never had the problem. So yeah. this year, as soon as we get that email, we will tell you guys so that way – you guys are ready for, for the fourth quarter. But I mean, if you're going out there and spending, I mean, literally find a micro machine or what they call hot wheels yeah, that are can. selling for, you know, five or 10 bucks or eight bucks or six bucks on Even if Amazon. You lose money. Who yeah. Cares? You know, don't lose money. But <laughs> literally if you can find something to break even to at least get you qualified for uh, Christmas, you need to do it. So wait till they're 25 cents a piece. And you know, then you say, Mike, you cost me like, you know, Six bucks, man, because they didn't sell. I'm sorry, you know. But literally, yeah, do that. I mean, how many, what did we sell? 300 tech decks a few years ago? Oh, my gosh. We killed the tech decks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got any uh, parting wisdom? No, I think I gave all my wisdom. You got none left? I can teach you how to see the rain, and I can teach you how to smell a skunk. <laughs> Those are the things I've taught my husband. That's what I know. That was my, I was supposed to talk about I that. I know, I know. That was going to be a new episode. Like, what has my wife taught me over the years? If they ever asked me that, like on a game show, like, oh, your, your wife is so smart and beautiful and <laughs> loving and caring and gene, whatever. They're going to say, what are, you, what are the two most influential things that she's done and taught you over your lifetime? And the two things are, I know what a skunk smells like. <laughs> And because she told me that was a skunk one time <laughs> when we're driving down the road. And she told me how to uh, show me how to see rain. <laughs> so she showed me how to look up in the clouds and see the rain coming down instead of just seeing dark clouds. I mean, it's like opened my eyes up to all the possibilities in the world between those two items. So worst case, this is what we're going to give you today. We're going to tell you how to sell on Amazon and eBay and tell us the items that we're selling. And you can smell skunks and see, see rain. rain. <laughs> this is what happens when you're recording at 12.55 at night. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's we need to get out. off of here. We hope hey, that... Well, hope you, this is obviously a dog's barking and everything. This is unedited. We're not even... We're just going to put it out there type episode. So, please, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> give us the next shot on the next episode on episode 32 when we record that but uh yeah they're not all this crazy no but we want you guys to have a great night uh go out there find some great deals tell us about it and uh you can email us at info at the mibpodcast.com leave us a review we'd love to hear from you we want to hear your success we want to hear that you care um even if you say these guys are freaking out completely nuts but you know they're funny we'd like to hear that too so <laughs> Hope you guys are having a great night and a great week and a great weekend. Yeah. So we love you guys. Take care. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye, guys.